The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. With so much information to weed through of what is and is not healthy living, People everywhere are confused about proper steps to take toward finding a wellness plan that works for them. Don't climb this mountain alone. We want to give you time-tested education and research based on our own experiences and give you guidance to define what is healthy for you. Let's put the puzzle pieces together. Today, your journey begins. Take notes. Ask questions. This is Ganino Wellness Radio with Dr. John and Linda Ganino bringing you simplified education to apply to your everyday life. Now, here is Dr. John and Linda Ganino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ganino Wellness Radio on voiceamerica.com. I'm Dr. John Ganino, and I'm joined today by my lovely wife, Linda. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And... uh, We want to talk today about detoxification of the body. We know this is probably coming on the heels of Thanksgiving not too long ago, so I don't know how appropriately placed this is, but uh, we know you can refer to it in, let's say, January 2nd when all the holidays are done, and this is, I think you guys are going to really get uh, great use and great utility out of what we're going to talk about today. Um. Linda and I uh, tend to bend the rules ourselves on days like Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, and we expect that you guys might do the same thing. Uh, If so, we want to provide you with information today uh, that we think you'll be able to use in the future. Some of you may ask, why do our bodies need detoxification in the first place? Or your previous doctor may have said, your body doesn't need detoxification. Those natural doctors are making that stuff up. Okay, well, here's what we're not making up. Um, The incidence of cancer is on the rise, and it has been for years. Uh, Cancer is now the number one cause of death in adults in the United States, overtaking heart disease within the last year. Uh, We can expect 1,658,370 new cancer diagnoses this year and 589,430 deaths. The cost of treating one cancer patient in their lifetime If you add up the cost of radiation, surgery, chemotherapy, and hospice, it's about $350,000 a patient. Um, Here's the next fact for those, uh, we'll call them the naysayers. The United States burns 19,000 gallons of gasoline in one second. A study conducted by the Red Cross found that there are 287 chemicals and toxins, including two that were banned in the 1970s, found in the following common items, gasoline, garbage treatment, power plants, plastics, Teflon, and in the production of flame retardant products. We have heard Zen Honeycutt discuss glyphosate in episode episode four of our show. Uh, The World Health Organization has classified glyphosate Glyphosate, sorry about that, guys, as a probably carcinogenic. Understand this glyphosate is in the food that you're eating, unless it's organic and it's non-GMO verified. So I'd beg to differ with these doctors that say you don't need to detoxify. In my opinion, they have their head in the sand. One of my residency professors used to say, before you can understand abnormal, you you need to understand normal. In our office, we use a fish tank analogy as a starting point. Linda's the expert uh, on this in our practice, so I'm going to let her explain it. So I'm sure many of y'all have seen when a fish tank pH becomes unbalanced, the water turns green and then eventually it turns really dark brown. The fish start to die. They become stiff and hard. The uh, algae starts growing up along the sides of the wall and pretty much takes over the tank. Uh, Also, the water dries up completely. The reason this is happening is for is due to 
the acidity of the water. When the the water is acid, it means that oxygen is reduced. So it's reduced to the animals and to the plant life, and so they can no longer live. So basically what is happening is the same thing is happening inside our bodies. Our body is like a fish tank. The organs, the everything within inside of us is um, sitting inside this acid fluid. So what we want to do is we want to uh, correct that problem. Excellent. So as most of you know, the standard approach in the United States uh, to this kind of a problem, you know, to use the analogy is to is to take the fish out of the water, pump the fish full of antibiotics and steroids and put it back in the water. Um, our philosophy is to change the water, create an environment where the fish is able to heal and the fish will heal. Um, the reason we positioned this show where we did is because most of us can relate to the following. Um, on Thanksgiving, Linda and I ate sugar. Uh, we often do that on Thanksgiving because our, because our daughters, Kirsten and Brittany, are, are great at desserts. Um, however, this sugar itself is acid forming and it begins to putrefy the intestine similar to the clear water in the fish tank turning murky. In addition, sugar feeds fungus in our intestine and it allows it to multiply faster. That fungus produces mycotoxins which in turn makes us more acidic and acid pH allows fungus to proliferate creating a vicious cycle. If you behave like Linda and I did on Thanksgiving, today we're going to equip you with some tools to minimize the damage. Now, we do want to put this uh, caveat, insert uh, at this point, which is neither of us have overt disease of any kind. So, and for our patients, we'll often tell them if they're similar to us, you know, we, we allow, or we, I say we allow, we say you can you can cheat on birthdays and holidays. If you're a cancer patient or you have some other significant illness, we can't recommend any cheating whatsoever. Um, detoxification of the body begins in the digestive tract. It starts in the mouth, goes through the small intestine, and the digestive tract is to the body as the soil is to the plant. Uh, for example, if uh, the soil that a plant is sitting in is cracked, dried, lacks in nutrients, contains toxins from the air, water, and applied pesticides, it may or may not survive. But if it does survive, it will not thrive. The same is true for our bodies. Um, So to begin the discussion of our detox, we're going to start with the, we call it the king of the organs, is the small intestine. And the queen is the thyroid. And so we believe that these two organs have to be functioning at their optimal for the patient to have a, a good outcome. So um, Linda's going to begin uh, her discussion about the uh, digestive system. All right. So um, actually digestion and therefore di- uh, digestive detoxification actually starts in the mouth. Uh, silver fillings are absolutely essential to get removed. Uh, silver fillings contain mercury. Every time you eat and you have silver fillings in your mouth, a little bits of mercury is released into the body. It's also important to, um, to take care of any cavities in your mouth. Cavities collect bacteria. They contain uh, rotted and, and what have you uh, properties. Also, it's absolutely essential to floss every day because flossing removes bacteria that gets caught between the teeth. Yeah, I have a, I want to insert this personal story about flossing. Um, For years, I was a horrible flosser and um, and Linda kind of got after me a little bit. And so I started doing it more regularly, more regularly. And when I first started doing it, as many of you may be able to identify with, when you first start flossing and you haven't for a long time, You'll create blood, and uh, basically that blood is from bacteria on your gums. And so this bacteria entered my bloodstream and went to my, I'm going to call it my uh, genetically predisposed area of my body, which is my prostate. My father uh, died from prostate cancer. Um, And 
I ended up with acute prostatitis and I was able to work through it with, uh, you know, some IV antifungals and IV hydrogen peroxide. Some of the things that we do here in the office got me through the infection, but it, the infection itself was set up, I believe, by, uh, by just a poor flossing. So I wanted to point that out. Um, okay. All right. So also you want to check your tongue. Look in the mirror, <clears throat> look in the mirror and see, does your tongue look red? Does it look pink? If it has white, a white coating on it, or if it has thick white patches on it, that's all fungus. That's yeast, and that needs to be cleaned off every day. It's also a good way to track on how well you are doing with your detoxification of your whole entire body, because when those white patches and your tongue starts clearing up, then you will know that you're you're on the right track. Uh, oil pull- pulling is really good for uh, helping to cleanse out the the mouth. Um, Also, yeah, so how to do oil pulling. It's a very simple process, and we can talk about that later. Um, Also, you need to chew your food slowly. The reason you need to, because it stimulates uh, saliva. Saliva contains enzymes. Enzymes then stimulates the entire digestive tract to uh, put out some more digestive enzymes. So make sure that you're eating slowly and carefully. Um, also, if you're not cleaning out the uh, your mouth properly, then that every time you eat, you're spreading some more of the uh, bacteria that's in your mouth, you're spreading out throughout your digestive tract. So let's get on that stump, I mean, on the tongue thing. All right, so the next one is uh, detoxing the stomach. And how to know if your stomach needs to be detoxed? Well, if you have indigestion, burping, burning, and unable to keep food down, um, that's very, very, very important information. We actually consider that to be an emergency situation. You need nutrients from your food and from your supplements. And if you're unable to digest food, in your stomach or anywhere, you're not going to get those nutrients and your body will be malnourished. Malnourished. Usually when the stomach has gotten this bad, uh, we really want to step up our our efforts to uh, clean out the stomach. Um, so what we do is we start with the enzymes. We want to clean out any fungal overgrowth and parasites and undigested, undigested food. And... Um, how we do that is to start detoxing the stomach with enzymes. We recommend enzymes before meals and between meals. Um, also, hydrochloric acid is absolutely essential. So enzymes break down the food and hydrochloric acids basically cooks the food <laughs> or melts, melts the food, so to speak. Uh, Just know that if you are doing the Celtic sea salt drink that many of our patients are doing, know that when you take those salts, your stomach will start making hydrochloric acid again. But usually it's only for that day or that particular meal you're going to have after you've taken the salt. Um, Also, you might want to look into possibly taking bile salts. Uh, Go on to the website gallbladderattack.com and uh, take their test, especially if you've had gallstones, kidney stones, or any kind of liver issues. Uh, Bile is absolutely absolutely essential for emulsifying food and to remove fats that build up along the digestive tract. So you need to know if you need to, want to know if you have it. Um, Yeah, I just want to interject here really quick. Uh, We probably have a number of listeners who've already had their gallbladders taken out and um, obviously God put a gallbladder in your body for a reason, which is to help emulsify fat. So uh, for our patients that uh, don't have a gallbladder, we recommend taking bile salts with each meal. We do have that available here you know, at our office. So we're going to, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to have Linda talk more about uh, the small intestine and large intestine detox. And uh, we will take a couple questions and um, we'll press on. So uh, we'll catch you on the other side of the break.
Listening to Canino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Ganino Radio at gmail.com. Now, back to Ganino Wellness Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to Ganino Wellness Radio, and uh, we just appreciate you guys supporting what we're doing here. Thank you for listening to our daughter's music that just played. Uh, remember that uh, EP is available on iTunes. It's called Hollywood High, and we're pretty proud of it. It's it's pretty excellent stuff. As always, uh, we try to remind uh, our listeners to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn. And, and you can always find out more about us and our practice at uh, GaninoWellness.com. In fact, our previous shows are all listed there as well. So if, um, let's say, you're a mom uh, and you're interested in finding out about GMO and how it might relate to autism, you can go to our website, click Episode 4, and you can hear Zen Honeycutt and uh, her story about how she was able to help her children by uh, removing GMO from their from their food. So before we went to break, uh, Linda was telling us about the uh, small intestine and uh, really all the the detoxification has to start with the intestinal tract, including the bowel, small intestine, mouth, large intestine. So I'm going to give it back to her and, and uh, she's going to share an interesting story that we had when we were on vacation a few years ago. Yes, yeah, so we went to Oklahoma where we went to visit our family, and we stay in this lodge that's been there since the 1950s. And we this time we stayed in a, um, a little cabin. And we were in the living room one day, and we started smelling this really bad smell coming from the bathroom. Well, so we called the desk, and they sent a guy over, and he brings this big jug, like a gallon jug, and he starts pouring it down the shower floor, uh, shower drain. And I thought, you know, what is that? What are you using? And he said, this is these are enzymes. And he also said there was another bottle that he was using, and it's muriatic acid. So that made me realize that, you know, it's the same thing with us. We need enzymes, we need acids to break down food, to melt food, so that it gets small enough so that when it moves down to the digestive tract, we can pull those vitamins that uh, are in our food. Um, so anyway, we thought that was a pretty pretty good story to share with our patients and, and use as a nice metaphor for visualizing this. But anyway, uh, we also want to remind everybody to... Uh, Always drink warm water with your food and with your supplements. You know how we go to restaurants and they bring us ice water. It's the counteracts exactly what digestion needs. Uh, Warm water stimulates digestion. 
So make sure you're always doing that. Um, also, when you take your supplements, take them right after you have your meal. Um, it usually takes a lot of water to uh, take all your supplements. But the reason you want to do that is because you've got all the digestive enzymes and you've got the water. Uh, the uh, acids in your stomach so that helps to break down all the supplements as well and of course there are some supplements that are uh, not to be taken with meals so just make sure that you're paying attention to that and something we learned recently um, at a seminar that we went to Dr. Lee Cowden said this and I thought it was really important and something I hadn't thought of he said you know how we usually imagine that our stomach is Um, like a washer like we just throw food in there and we throw stuff in there and then then it's just going to be all washed up and mixed up together but he said that really the way we need to think about it is our stomach is really uh, the food and things that we put in there are like in layers so it's really important that we do have the acids and the enzymes and lots of water to act like the washer where we're mixing things up and getting things moved down Uh, Also, a very key important thing is that we take probiotics. Uh, You know, you can buy oral probiotics. We prefer the ones with FOS. Uh, But you also can eat your probiotics. I know a lot of people do the, um, those drinks. The... (laughs) Talking about uh, like kombucha and that yes, kind of thing? Yes, the kombucha drinks and that kind of thing. Uh, but we actually prefer the coconut kefir or the coconut yogurt or the almond yogurts because we prefer to have lower histamines, especially for people with MTHFR. And uh, we also prefer non-dairy probiotics so as to avoid more acidity. And also dairy is very um, mucus making in in the body which then would line the stomach prevent uh you know nutrients from getting into the cells of the lining of the of the digestive tract so uh so basically to heal the stomach let's say that you you know you've had indigestion for years and and you've had burning in your stomach and what have you for years well you're also probably going to have some little sore places in your small intestines and along through the large intestines too so what you want to do is heal those some really good healing things are aloe vera licorice root glutamine and colostrum all those things are very soothing and actually healing to the stomach and will heal those sores. Um, also, a really important factor to pay attention pay attention to is uh, to know whether or not you have H. pylori, because H. pylori also will give you those same symptoms of indigestion and burning and that kind of thing. H. pylori is a it's a, yeah, it's a bacterium, and uh, your doctor can check you for it with a simple blood test. It's just a H. pylori antibody screen. But yeah, like Linda was saying, H. pylori can cause ulcers. It can also cause stomach cancer, which is the uh, um, the quickest cancer from diagnosis to death these days. So it would be nice to find that if it's an issue. So it's very easy to find, easy to treat. Now, it is generally treated with antibiotics. Uh, however, once the antibiotics are done, then you can take antifungals to decrease the fungus created by the antibiotic and then take some of these things that Linda's talking about you know, aloe vera gel, uh, glutamine, things to heal up those, you know, as she says, heal the sores. And it's exactly what would happen if you skinned your arm or whatever. You know, what what heals that up is time. Or, you know, if you want to call it God, it's the same thing. It's just time that, that allows the body to heal itself. So basically, you must see a doctor of course, to get a prescription for antibiotics. Uh, But also know that you can also take natural antibiotics as well. So when you're taking antibiotics, your body's going to be making more fungus. So you're going to need to get, you know, like John said, to get on the uh, antifungals as well. Uh, I also want to insert a little caution, cautionary tone here is uh, when you're attempting to alkalize the body, because you know how we talked earlier about how the water of the fish tank gets all dark and everything and, these, and the uh, fish are sitting inside them. Well, it's the same thing with our organs sitting in this dark 
uh, oxygen deprived water um, is to you know we want to change the acidity so what we want to do is alkalize the body but what we've seen is a lot of people overdo that they have a tendency towards overdoing the alkalizing thing so um, then that's not a good thing for the uh, stomach or the small intestine because that must be kept at a very low acid pH the stomach and the small intestine anyway so make sure that when you're doing alkalizing water or alkalizing drinks such as the minerals and the alka salts and those kind of things make sure you're doing those between meals trying to uh, digest food and drinking alkaline water is not a good idea um, okay, so I'm ready to go on to liver detox. What do you think? Uh, very good. So, again, um, we hope that you will use the information that Linda provided as a, as a reference in the future because it is uh, just fantastic information, and, and I'm, I'm very proud of her for all of her research that she's done on that to, to make it such a great presentation and so thorough. So, yeah, we can go on and, and talk about uh, liver detoxification. All right. So... For our livers, what we like to do is start our day with the warm lemon water. I actually add a little baking soda and add my Celtic sea salt to my lemon water. But that uh, the lemon, even though it's acid, uh, it actually is uh, alkaline forming to the rest of the body. Um, also, there's some great liver supplements for strengthening the liver, such as... Such as alpha lipoic acid, uh, milk thistle... Uh, selenium, uh, N-acetylcysteine, uh, great stuff. We have all these things in our in our uh, store, although many health food stores uh, locally, you can probably find these things as well. Okay, so you want to talk about MTHFR real quick and about how the liver needs... Yeah, um, MTHFR is a... It's, it's a it's its own category, and it's important, so I, I want to talk about it. 85% of the population has some variation of a genetic uh, defect in an enzyme called MTHFR. It, this enzyme is primarily responsible for converting an, an amino acid called homocysteine into another amino acid called methionine. And if you have this mutation, which again, 85% of the people I'm talking to right now, including myself, has, there's, again, two major issues. Number one, if you can't convert homocysteine to methionine, homocysteine can build up in your bloodstream. And this is uh, an immune marker for inflammation in your arteries. In other words, I would rank high homocysteine probably number four as a risk factor for heart attack and stroke. Number one would be cigarette smoking, second would be diabetes, third would be high blood pressure, and four would be high homocysteine. That's how much of a player I think it is in, in heart attack and stroke. We actually have a patient in the practice, you know, handsome fella, 40, 50 years old, great cholesterol, great blood pressure, not a diabetic, keeps himself in good shape. We saw him on follow-up from the hospital after a heart attack, and he had a coronary artery stent put in. His homocysteine level was 20.2, ideally 4 to 7. So um, this is important to know if you have MTHFR, because if you have high homocysteine, there are natural things you can take to lower that. Uh, We have these supplements in our office, uh, homocystex. NAC, again, N-acetylcysteine, molybdenum, which goes by Molly B. And then if you're still high, uh, there's a supplement called trimethylglycine. And uh, lastly, um, pyridoxal 5-phosphate. Um, so anyway, uh, that's important. And as Linda was saying, the downstream product of this is methionine. And if you don't make as much methionine, this is a, an amino acid that your liver needs to be able to conjugate and excrete toxins. So long story short, these people tend to be poor detoxers of heavy metals, and we can help with that. Uh, Obviously, you can take methionine in the form of SAMe, but the other thing is you're going to need to do some chelation to get rid of the toxins in your body. So we're going to take another break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about how to uh, detox other organs in our body. And So we'll uh, catch you back shortly.
are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, back to Ganino Wellness Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Ganino Wellness Radio on voiceamerica.com. Today, we are talking about detoxification of the body, and so far, we've talked about mouth, stomach, small intestine, and now we're talking about the liver, and I'm going to let Linda kind of pick it up. Okay. Um, Some of y'all may have heard of the liver and gallbladder uh, cleanse. I've done it a couple of times, and it's pretty brutal. It's the one where you take and drink the Epsom salts and the olive oil that's mixed with the lemons and it's done over actually several days, uh, actually I think like four or five days ahead of time. They even uh, suggest, you know, drinking apple juice, which I could not do, but I did do the malic acid one. Uh, that we do, we do believe that one should be un- done under the advice of a doctor. Uh, because it is so brutal and you don't know, most people don't know what their gallbladder or the gallstone situation is. So that one, you know, make sure you're going to a doctor who can advise you and, and recommend how you do it and how how well you do it and what have you. Um, also, uh, I do instead, most of the time, like I said, I did a couple of those, but uh, I do a less brutal one and we recommend this to all of our patients is, uh, and you can do it more often as well, and that is taking a tablespoon of olive oil, which is the cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil, and uh, with juice from half of a lemon, and you squeeze it together, mix it together, and take that on an empty stomach, and then wait a few minutes, like 15 minutes or 20 minutes before you eat. Uh, what that basically does is uh, the oil uh, softens stones. So if you have stu- stones stuck in the liver, if you have stones stuck in the gallbladder, it will start softening those. The lemons will break them up. So they're breaking up and they're moving out. And then when you combine it with all this other stuff that we've been talking about, like the fiber and, and moving things out, uh, those stones will start breaking down and you'll just uh, move them out through uh bowel movements. Uh, Another thing that's really good for the liver is castor oil pack and that has been recommended by uh, for many many years like I think like in the 40s by uh, Edgar Cayce. That's right. He recommended them even. Uh, So basically what that is is where you dip the uh, some cotton into um, some castor oil and you place it over the stomach and then you put on a uh, heating pad over that and then you leave that on there for I think 30 minutes to an hour the longer you can keep it on the better and that castor oil actually goes through the skin and it starts to uh, break or soften the stones as well and softens softens the liver as well because liver if you like for example if you drink a lot of alcohol or anything that hardens the liver what we want to do is soften it so it's able to do its job properly and really 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 important is lots of fiber in fact i made three exclamation points fiber (laughs) fiber fiber Uh, the goal is to have two to three effortless bowel movements a day if you're not having two at least two then you need to add more fiber the caveat to this, however, is that if you're a slow metabolizer, metabolizer like I am, then uh, you want to, you want to be careful about having too many bowel movements a day, because the large intestines in the colon is where the metal or Miner- uh, minerals are minerals made. are assimilated right. into in the colon. So you want to if you're pooping too much then you're going to be removing those and you're also going to could also make yourself be dehydrated so it's a fine dance and a fine balance of yes i want to be pooping at least twice a day but if and three would be nice but if you're going too often it could make you switch back to the dehydration and and pain and those kinds of things all right so guess what we're at the small intestine detox Excellent. All right. So our favorite go-to for detoxing the small intestine is the multi-cleanse. 
And the multi-cleanse, this is the product that we recommend is by Nature Secret, I believe, that, that you can buy at the stores is the brand name. Um, anyway, so there's a bottle of fiber and there's a bottle of herbs. So if you will just follow those directions all the way through, they have you start out, I think, with one of each capsule or tablet uh, for the first day, and then they have you you know, build it up over time. You usually finish those two bottles within four to six weeks. Hopefully, you know, if you have a problem with detoxing too fast, then just know that you can always stop doing these at any time. You can say, oh, you know what, today I went too many times yesterday and I'm not feeling good because I've detoxed, I'm detoxing too fast. Well, just stop doing things. Just stop doing the detoxing uh, fibers and things like that. So anyway, the multi-cleanse is highly recommended. Um, Also, an an option if you do have a problem with taking tablets, uh, liquid acacia, acacia, A-C-A-C-I-A, is a great option um, to kill fungus, natural and prescription antifungals. Antifungals such as... Um, nystatin or lamisil, uh, sporinox, diflucan, these are all prescription antifungals that we use to kill overgrowth of fungus in the, in the gut. And remember, uh, guys, we're, ta- we're talking about a lifetime exposure to antibiotics, steroids, or birth control pills. This isn't something that necessarily has to have happened within the last month or so. Lifetime. In other words, if you plant a seed in the ground 30 years ago, 30 years later, you have a large bush or a tree that's going to need to be trimmed, and you can uh, we trim them with these prescription antifungals. And so, yeah. So um, basically, I keep antifungals going all the time. Ever since I found out about the that I had the MTHFR, I had the yeah. Linda's homo- got the homozygous for C677T, which is the worst combination that you can have. So that just means that she's got to be more on top of her game with her detox and you know she does a great job with it yeah so i've uh i also increased um i increased my antifungals increased even the prescription antifungals and i did have a problem for about a year before i knew had the mthfr that i noticed i had this white patch in my tongue that no matter how much i brushed it scraped it used um, hydrogen peroxide did the baking soda brushed it with whatever that nothing Nothing would make it go away. But once I found out I had the MTHFR, now the MTHFR defect, what it does is it reduces the body's ability to detox itself by 30 to 70% depending on the variant that you've inherited. I inherited the one, the worst one, right? right? From both of my parents. So not only do I have a difficulty detoxing heavy metals, I have a difficulty detoxing fungus, histamines, chemicals, whatever I'm exposed to. So these things stay in my body longer and it makes my body more uh, acidic. So I have to be very proactive and I've gotten much more proactive once I found out I had the MTHFR and it has made a great big huge difference. Uh, So now about large intestine detox. Uh, Magnesium is absolutely essential. What magnesium does is it pulls the water that you're drinking all day, it pulls it out from the water, from the body and puts it into the bowel so that you can have easier bowel movements. Um, magnesium uh, is also how I think of like a coolant to the body, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an, it, it most it's the number one most efficient uh, mineral that there is. So the best oral magnesium is magnesium 308. Um, I think our product that we sell here is called Protozorb. Protozorb. Mm-hmm. They actually did a study on this particular type of magnesium at MIT, and they found that uh, people who took it on a regular basis had a 100% improvement in long-term memory and a 15% improvement in short-term memory. So we, we have it in our store. Otherwise, it's magnesium 3 and 8 at your health food store. Yes. Um, also, the very best... Number one, magnesium oil, the most efficiently absorbed and assimilated, is transdermal magnesium oil. And that's basically where you spray it onto your skin or you can soak your feet in it, you can bathe in it, whatever. But if you have a magnesium deficiency, and like I said, most people do have 
a magnesium deficiency, you want to make sure that your magnesium levels are up to par. So the most effective and best important detoxification effort that you can do is coffee enema. My favorite. I've been doing them for 20 years. John's yeah, been doing both them. Yeah, both of us have been doing them for that long, yeah. When I first started doing them 20 years ago, I did them like once a month maybe once every six weeks. Well, as I've gotten older, because it's 20 years later, and I found out I have MTHFR and found out I have gluten things and all these things I've found found out as time has gone on, I have become more uh, proactive with my coffee enemas. So what it is, coffee enemas, the purpose of them is not for detoxing and cleansing out the colon. Some stuff will come out, obviously, and it actually does have coffee organic coffee does have some healing properties i think they're called uh poly no i can't think anyway with that whatever they are but it actually has healing properties but that's not the purpose of coffee enemas coffee in uh, the caffeine that's in the coffee is taken up by the hemorrhoidal artery so this is a retained coffee enema it stays in the body or stays in the colon for 15 minutes the Caffeine is taken up through the hemorrhoidal artery, which then stimulates the liver to dump off the bile. So there's bile that's been sitting there in a congested, unhappy liver for a long time, and it's collected chemicals and and stuff over the years. So um, I highly recommend, we highly recommend coffee enemas and say, you know, please do them as much as possible. So, uh, and one more thing that I really, really have just discovered recently that I really, really like is called, they're called Bastis. It's an Ayurvedic, uh, ancient Ayurvedic method for detoxing the, uh, the colon. And it's also a retention thing where you just use the um, sesame oil or something like warm sesame oil or something like that. So basically what it does is it softens this debris that's built up over the and matter that's built up in the large colon. And it's very powerful and very, very impressive. Excellent. Yeah. So, you know, we'll get the question a lot from our patients say, you know, I don't understand coffee enema. I mean, detox is your liver. I don't get it. You put it in your rectum. I mean, how does that possibly make it to your liver? As Linda was saying, there there's a group of uh, veins that are uh, around your intestinal tract. It's called the hepatic portal system. And so these things, like Linda's saying, these chemicals in the organic coffee as well as the caffeine itself are carried to the liver in that, in that venous plexus. And that's how it, it basically works. And once it gets there, it then stimulates your liver to dump the toxins out and helps it detox so uh, again it's something that we do at least uh, well I do it weekly and uh, Linda sometimes because of this MTHFR will do it you know couple three times a week sometimes oh yes I've, I've actually stepped up to every other day yeah. when I can some of our patients you know uh, with bad cancer you know especially pancreatic cancer we'll have them doing it every day so okay, we're going to go to break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some of the organs, other organs in the body that we can detoxify.
You are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, back to Ganino Wellness Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of our show today, and we thank you for being here. We are very confident that this information is going to enrich your life. Uh, You're going to be less sick. You're going to have less pain. Um, I'm just excited that you're with us today. So at any rate, uh, Linda was finishing up the intestinal tract, talking about uh, the liver, so I want to go on now and just uh, briefly tell you how you can detoxify some of the other organs in your body. Um, the kidneys in our office are primary, and the blood is uh, both of those are detoxified primarily in our office with intravenous chelation. Uh, this is something I've been doing myself uh, monthly since uh, August of 1998 when Linda and I first got our training in this. We uh, test people for heavy metal toxicity in our body. Um, Most people have toxins. It's a 24-hour urine collection that we do. And then once we have this information, we can give them recommendations on how to get rid of these toxins, which will prevent, uh, help prevent cancer directly, as well as prevent Alzheimer's directly. And it also, by getting these toxins out, lifts your pH, makes your body not so acidic, which is where cancer grows good. So chelation is a, is a big part of what we do in our office. Another thing we learned a couple years ago uh, is uh, something, it's a plant called microbroccoli. Um, we have information about this on our website, and you can go to it. And if you go to the Love Heals blog on our website, uh, GaninoWellness.com, you'll find under the Healthy Living section information about microgreens, including our favorite recipe to incorporate them and how to order your kit. Uh, You will be ordering directly from UrbanHydroGreens.com, the Ganino Center for Healing Custom Microgreen Kit. Okay, so that's, that's what it is. Now, if you want me to paint you a picture, you basically got a couple, they look like brownie tins in your kitchen, and you'll be growing this stuff. And uh, it's a little short plant that you harvest somewhere between about 10 and 12 days old. It tastes really good. I don't particularly care for the taste of regular broccoli, although if uh, on today's uh, Dr. Mercola's site, he talks about the benefits of broccoli, and it's primarily... Uh, mediated through an antioxidant called sulforaphane. And this micro broccoli has 40 times the antioxidant power of mature broccoli. And it tastes great. It tastes like deviled eggs, whereas broccoli tastes like broccoli. Everybody's had it, right? So uh, at any rate, uh, so I encourage you to, to maybe give that micro broccoli a try. Uh, chelation, I wanted to just briefly kind of go over what it does. It Besides removing heavy metals, it also decreases your cholesterol about 9 to 16 percent. It improves your circulation, uh, scavenges free radicals that cause cancer, and it can help improve your kidney function. I want to interject this case, and I, I know we've had this on our Facebook page, but it's just, it's just a great case that I want to share. This fellow's from uh, Fort Worth, and he came to our, our office originally as a new patient nine years ago at the age of 84. His uh, GFR, so this is a measurement of his kidney function, at that time was 24, low normal 60. And he says, you know, doc, they want to put me on uh, dialysis, and I don't really want to do it. I want to go on this chelation treatment. And I said, well, you know, we've never had a a patient with that poor function. I don't know if it'll really help or not. He said, I don't care. I don't want to go on dialysis. So I said, okay, we'll start doing it. So we started giving him treatments once a month. And this man has has, uh, driven to our office from Fort Worth about an hour and a half every month since. And he is now 92 years old and his GFR is 50. And he's had to have zero chelation in those uh, eight years. So what a a great case. Um, Besides kidney function, we've also seen damaged livers in our uh, autistic children. uh, Livers that are damaged by these same toxins, including those from... BT toxin, glyphosate, Roundup, and vaccines, uh, we've seen these children improve with IV chelation. Um, Okay, the lymphatic system, 
uh, of course, is part of our circulatory system. And there are different ways that you can detoxify your lymphatics. Uh, exercise is great, especially uh, a rebounder, if you know what that is, or climbing stairs. Those are great forms of exercise to detox your lymphatics. We have a couple tools in the office, uh, a chi machine, a Zaz vibration machine. There are also a couple exercises that we teach called uh, lymphatic pump and lymphatic breathing. Uh, the lymphatic breathing uh, technique you can find on YouTube as well. Uh, massage is great for detoxing your lymphatics, and of course, most people like it. We're big believers in human touch and human energy um, uh, for healing. The skin can be detoxed with uh, skin brushing technique as well as uh, something called a far infrared sauna. We, um, many of you remember, uh, not too long ago in uh, episode, I believe it was episode six, Jared was our guest, uh, who's, uh, he also goes by the name of Kid Against Chemo, and he was telling us that he starts his day uh, with about 30 minutes of meditation, an hour of yoga, two hours of a nature walk, and he comes home, has breakfast, and then he gets inside of something called a far-infrared sauna. And uh, not only the skin, but the far-infrared sauna also can help detox your muscles, can uh, detox... Um, your deep tissues and can detox your fat. Uh, the fat is detoxed again with this sauna as well as uh, activated charcoal, niacin, uh, digestive enzymes like lipo gold and bile salts as Linda mentioned earlier. Uh, the niacin is ideally taken prior to exercise but it's important when you take niacin to, to start low like 50 milligrams or 100 milligrams and gently increase the dose of the niacin because you can have a, uh, a niacin flush. I've experienced it myself. Feels like there's a little man on my scalp uh, who set a little bonfire up there. So just kind of kind of ease into that. And then uh, in the mouth and the oral cavity, Linda kind of covered that earlier with, uh, with uh, oil pulling. So those are the different uh, parts of the body that you can detoxify. And uh, we may have a question coming in. Linda, you want to read it? I'll read it. Uh, question is, I have irritable bowel syndrome, and I can't, uh, I can't do any detoxing. I always get horrifically sick uh, with as much um, as I go to the bathroom. I wouldn't think um, I would be this overweight, especially in my central abdomen area. I don't know where to start. Doctors don't seem to be giving me any help. Can I take – I can take probiotics, but is it really doing any – uh, any good. So, um, so where I would start with this patient, um, again, 40% of the population has gluten sensitivity. So I would first start uh, with this patient by taking them off of gluten. And uh, I would also, probably if, if they were close enough to our office, I would start them on IV saline. And I would really replace their fluids and their minerals. Um, very important, very important that their labeling on their foods say non-GMO verified and organic as well. Um, this person, in my opinion, is probably uh, fairly significantly overgrown with candida in their, in their small intestine. I would write them for antifungals. And um, yes, continue to take your probiotics. I think the probiotics in combination with digestive enzymes, antifungal, Staying off gluten, uh, IV saline, or the Linda's Mineralizing Cocktail, you can call our office and ask for a copy and we can send it to you. I think those things would uh, would really get you off and started on a, on a good note. So uh, that's coming to the end of our show today. Uh, we really appreciate you all tuning in and good luck with this detoxification process. Take it slow. It'll take a little while. But uh, in time, we feel confident that you'll feel better and, um, and you'll be able to do it again year after year. So, again, thank you very much. Have a great holiday season. And we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to Ganino Wellness Radio. Please join your hosts, Dr. John and Linda Ganino, again next Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
For an appointment with Dr. John Ganino at his practice in Heath, Texas, please call 469-402-2800. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.